It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Would you consider a KSI fight? KSI has never fought anyone good. <laughs> I'm only laughing because he's laughing. Why? Because he fought you. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Let's address the elephant in the room. You got your ass kicked. You let all of us down, including Drake. Can we start this episode over? Bro. <laughs> Me versus Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. Who is Seth Rollins? Because he sounds like a fucking was <laughs> the highest, biggest promoter of Prime in the history. Then Don't give it, me any prime 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 prime, <laughs> prime, 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 Jake, are you ready? I'm always ready. We'll see. Jake is a hobo. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yes. A job and a life, but. No, he doesn't <laughs> listen, bro. Because what? he is a hobo. He lives in a shopping cart, and <laughs> a backpack is his roof. Yo, classic. Welcome back to Impulsive, <laughs> the number one podcast in the world. Thank you guys for listening, watching, viewing, and subscribing. What you just heard was the first ever music video song that Jake and I made as 10 and 11 year old YouTubers. It was a song called Jake is a Hobo. And I, <laughs> banger, banger, banger. You Honestly, have to put the music out of, video up too. Yeah, you had a music, music video, oh, bro, and he's like playing the piano. It was gnarly. Jake's dressed in hobo outfit, eating his thumb. That, I'm like, that's in the, the bushes. Out of all the songs the Pauls have ever released, that is my favorite by a long shot. Yeah, we that. have been at this for a while, <laughs> Jake. I found my old MacBook from 2007, dude, and all the videos. Been are having it. a field day. You wouldn't believe the content no that we made. Way. And and I'm obviously two years older than you, so I'm wondering how much of it you remember like do you remember, remember do you remember scarred yeah no i remember these videos are on a google drive though are they yeah yeah i had the google drive like, you, oh no scarred. way but but it's the unreleased like random ones that are sometimes the funniest yeah 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 yeah. it's it's the outtakes seeing how i was as a child in the like bloopers is so much more entertaining to me than just watching the actual shitty content that we made back then because we pretty- were we were hilarious in those that song's radio ready. I, want, I heard that song last night, dude, and we had to sit on it all night to play it for the podcast today. And I want, dude, I could listen to that song at the gym. I could play that song for a girl on a date. Like That's MTV a banger, made bro. the Seamus one. Is yeah, yeah. Next level. I want to. I want to set the stage beyond just being in Puerto Rico. You don't give a shit about this show anymore. Let's be honest. Even if you did, it's like going. It's like it's like bands that hate each other that have to get on stage every night <laughs> and play for the audience. Like, yo, let's do our hit song. We don't we don't even fucking like each other, dude. Like, and we have to. Sit That's here not and true. Pretend That's not true. Friends. I like Mike, George. Eh. 
Well, he's about to retain. You don't him. say. <laughs> he's about to, all right, this is all jokes. People are like, how do you let them treat you like that? I go, on camera is a blessing. What you did I see tell behind you? the fucking <laughs> Yeah, right. George what is dancing on my counters all morning with his dick out. <laughs> First of all, my dick was not out. No, you should see behind the scenes. That, sound, that mic I, sounds so bad. I hope they see behind that the scenes. That mic sounds so bad. Jake, I'm nervous for this you episode. Say, when, they, when they say, how do, you, how do you let them put up with that shit or whatever? Just say money. Oh, that is that is that it. is the reason. The that money's is. not even that good, bro. It's <laughs> so fucking true. pathetic, it's to be so honest. True. It's really bad. I found out what Nelk makes, and I was like, I gotta switch That's teams, not, bro. That part's not true. What Bob Mem Bob Memory? Bob, 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 Bob. <laughs> Bob Memory. <laughs> Can we get the Jake? I'm nervous for this episode. Why? why? I'll tell you why. You're our number one most recurring guest, and I think this may be. The most pivotal episode featuring Jake Paul we've ever had. Mm. I mean, let's address the elephant in a room. You just beat Tommy Fury. Yeah, seven and zero. Oh. <laughs> it it's honestly really good, really good. Going to the Amalfi Coast tomorrow to celebrate great. with a with a yacht. Great. No, it's it's uh, it, so the opposite great. happened. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, you you had a you had a pretty difficult loss to uh, Tommy Fury. A member of the Fury family this past weekend, and uh, we were able to snag you to get you on this episode to talk about just how you're feeling. <laughs> yeah, it was you. It was you. <laughs> In Saudi Arabia, it was you. Uh, split decision loss. Tough call. I lost. Yeah. By, only by a couple points, but, you know, it happened. And I'm here to ask you, you know, brother to brother, I know we've been talking and going through about how you feeling. About yeah, what? Man, you got your ass kicked. Bro. About what? what? Whoa! <laughs> what? About what? Dude, Tommy fucks you up, bro. It's me. I'm in like shooting range, and I feel like I should number dog. He still got a strong right, brother. Watch he out. does. He does. <laughs> Watch out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm feeling great. Yeah, honestly. Well, can that's you, it. Do huh? you care to? That's, honestly, that's it. So I was thinking about this. I was thinking about it today. Like, damn, I feel like people probably get like really, really sad over a loss. But I mean, it just doesn't feel like a loss. I was uh, reading some comments on the podcast that we put out on BS with Jake Paul, and people seem to be really supportive because you're handling it so well. And and, and truthfully, one, one of the comments said this, I'll just reiterate it, but the only place that it really seems like you lost is is on your boxing record. A hundred percent. This is a gift from the universe, you know, but if we're talking about in terms of life and my, you know, personal growth as a human being, then this is a gift from the universe. This is a win. Because I want to be happy and love myself and have, you know, eternal confidence regardless of any situation. And this put me so many steps closer to that because I thought my identity lied so much in winning and beating everyone and being undefeated and being some badass, tough person who never loses. I'm this, I'm that, boom, making all this money. And after that, I lost, I was like, you know what? None of that's like what actually makes me awesome. My identity is just who I, I am. And that's all I need to be. All and right. that's well, that's that, good enough. That was nice. But now that the identity politics are over, I got to ask you this question, Jake. What the fuck happened, bro? You let all of us fucking down, including Drake. What happened, bro? Yeah. I, need, I, I appreciate you. And I know a lot of learning lessons are tied to our failures and losses. Look at this fucking kid. Yeah. The only reason he's here right now is because how many times he fucked up. <laughs> but I need to know right now what went wrong, bro. Everything. Tommy didn't win the fight. I lost it. I was not good. I was not on my A game. I didn't implement the game plan. My legs were weak going into the fight. I, I think I cut the weight improperly in such like a seven-week camp. Normally, we do like 
12 week camps because I'm behind the eight ball. I got to catch up to these guys. I got to be extra sharp. We squeezed in this camp. I mean, bro, I don't even want to sit here and make excuses. Like I just, I, I lost the fight. I wasn't at my best and it, it's, it's that simple. Do you, um, do, do you feel like kind of relieved now in the next fight? You're like, you got the loss out of the way. So it's like, there's no more like perfect record. So you could just go in being a fighter. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. I think the pressure you know, a little bit of pressure is good, but I think I, I had a lot, a lot, a lot of pressure and the stakes just kept on getting higher and higher after each fight. So, yeah, now there's definitely like more relaxation going into it. Um, and a lot of things played a factor, man. Like even even getting a point deducted like right away in the first round. I'm like, damn, now I'm already down another round. Sorry. Now that, I got to fight even one. harder. No, I think it was two or three. Yeah, that's what I meant. In the beginning uh, oh, of the, oh, the fight. first. OK, got it. Got in it. the beginning of the okay. fight. And um it's like damn like now i'm already but down another round and it's only like the third or fourth round so now i have to fight even harder mm -hmm. to gain that round back and then you start making sloppy mistakes and stuff but dude i don't know it's it's the hardest sport in the world and and you have to have a peak moment you know you're you're only able to show up in that one moment on that one night and if you're not feeling good if you're not feeling in your flow state if your legs are weak, if whatever you're, you're feeling and it's just not there you can't really fake it it's part of the reason i have so much respect for fighters because it it, it the, there is no excuse for you to not be at 100 percent when you walk into that ring in a world where excuses run rampant like yeah. if you are not if you don't wake up on the day and feel 100 percent, too bad you still got to fight. You still got to uh, uh, back your words up and show up at 100%. And good luck if you're feeling like shit that day. It's, it's, <laughs> if, you, if you wake up that morning and sneeze three times. <laughs> that still will forever be the best thing I've ever heard. I did not. I well, sneezed three times. Three times. I was fucking, that was hilarious. Well, did that, did that happen to you? No, no. <laughs> I will. I will say. I told Bell when I saw you, you on TV when you were coming out of your locker room. I go, he's not in it. Right <laughs> I now. was flat. Very, very flat. Yeah. When I, when me and him connected, I want to talk tactically about the fight quite a bit or, or for a little bit. But when we, we connected after the fight, I've always I personally have always looked at you as a as a fighter. You are a fighter and I and a and a real fucking fighter. And I and I look at KSI in a similar department. I wanna and I wanna talk about that down the line. But when you went out there and I and I watched that fight and I downloaded it and digested it, when I when I thought to myself what had just happened, it looked to me like you were a fighter. Tommy was boxing. And Tommy Fury was a, a little bit of a better boxer. He's a boxer. Yeah. And, and I want to ask you, on, on your good day, on your perfect day, wake up, feel great, legs feel great, in the zone, are you as good of a boxer as Tommy Fury is? Yeah, 100%. I beat him, I believe, like nine, eight to nine times out of ten. And this just happened to be one of those times. Um, and it is what it is. He had a great performance, by the way. I was like, going to yeah, say, he, he, he stepped up to the plate. I was going to say, I, I, you talked about pressure earlier, and you did have a lot of pressure, but guess who else had a ton of fucking pressure? <sighs> he though? had more pressure. Tommy Fury, dude. And 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 that type of pressure can crack someone. When, I, when he was walking out, you know, I wasn't sure if I saw him, I don't know, quivering a little bit, or 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 if, or if he was going to step up to the plate. And he did step up to the plate. And... I gotta, I gotta be honest. Like, although I, you know, talk shit about him, and uh, I'll probably continue to. The, the guy, the guy was a warrior that night, and he stepped up to the plate in a big fucking way. Big bullocks on that guy. He made his family proud, and and I said it before, but I mean, congrats to the Furies. Even though 
you be my little brother. <laughs> no, con- congrats to them, bro. Overnight superstar made the kid a, a, a millionaire. And um, I don't see why there's no, uh, not a reason to run it back at some point. You know, the the business side of it was massive. The, it was one of the biggest events in boxing in, in you know, recent years. Uh, it'll probably be the biggest uh, fight of this year. Can you say the numbers? I can't. I can't. But they're, they're, it's, it's massive. Really, really can you massive. say it and can we bleep them out? <clears throat> yeah, let's do it something like that. Yeah, um, the pay per views <laughs> buzz fat. <laughs> that's, that's a sick. lot. Yeah, that's sick. That's a lot, dude. So that's why I'm pumped for the rematch because I think when you beat Tommy, it'll set up the perfect trilogy fight, and everyone from their generation remembers these epic trilogy fights. Yeah. And if you and Tommy have our dance partners for years down the line just going back and forth i think it's just so entertaining yeah i guess i guess for him i think he has to like prove himself because from his standpoint you know he's he came out to me afterwards too when we were in the medical offices he's like bro you did great i've been doing this since i was six and when i think about it i'm like damn like what have you been doing for all those years because you're not that good like I've been doing this for three God years it, <laughs> you just wiped his I mean, face I on your ass it, with that comment. I mean, hey man you did a really good job. He goes, yeah, well, you fucking suck, bro. You started at six. What the fuck have you been I doing? I mean, bro, bro, <laughs> bro, bro honestly, it's, though. It's, it's true. Jake's been doing this for three for years. For three no, years. And, and nice I put thing. I put him down onto the canvas. And, like, arguably, yeah, on so many analysts, so many professional judges, so many professional fighters scored me to win the fight. So, in Tommy's, I, I'm just saying from his point of view, like, I think he should want to come back and really silence me and beat me in a proper way and not a controversial win Be- beyond other people making that statement and I, I i won't share my feelings on it just yet but i want to ask you do you in your heart feel like there's any way that that fight could have been a victory for you i think i think it was a draw honestly i i think you would have been lucky to get a draw i think he beat you i personally person regardless yeah i haven't i haven't watched fight. i'm th- that's what i'm saying i'm not sitting i'm not sitting here and saying that I should have won or whatever. I'm I'm saying like it probably could have been a draw. It could have been a Got draw. It. But but I'm saying all I'm saying is that Tommy should want to come back and like actually beat me properly. Kind of like when I beat Tyron Woodley, it was controversial. Like a knockout. Yeah, no, 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 no the, the first, first time. time. Oh, oh, sorry. It sorry. was controversial. It was kind of like, damn, that could have gone either way. And I wanted to come back and prove myself. And the saying of the next fight was leave no doubt. And so I think that. That's the beauty of what Tommy should do here is leave no doubt. So this is where it gets interesting because what's going to convince him to do that? Why would he fight you again knowing you were at about 70%? Money. Why, why would he? Money, right? So, it but also, and also, it's the biggest stage he's uh, going to be boxing but, on. Right but, he, but he did it technically once. How do you get him back in that ring? But, I, dude, that's, that's a weird question, too, because he's saying 70%. We're sitting here saying 70%. But Tommy could be sitting in the UK saying, bro, that was easy work. Even if he was at a hundred percent, that was easy work. That's just well, what that we're. Would, that, well, that's then, just what we're saying. So you can't like try to get no, into no, his no, brain. Him at seventy percent. No, no, I get that. But I'm just saying, in Tommy's eyes, he might just look at that and be like, "I don't care if he's 70, 90, 150, bro. It doesn't matter." Yeah, I'm I don't know. I don't know any easy work that went to. A very no, no, close no. But what I'm decision. saying is, he he may just look at that as just like an excuse. Uh, but but again, it's it's money. You know, the the kid, the kid made a decent amount of money for this fight. For the rematch, he would make life-changing generational uh, wealth uh, generational wealth <laughs> so he'd be stupid not to do it honestly you know 
just how much we love to attend UFC fights, and sometimes we need our own tickets, or maybe you want to attend Jake's next fight. That's why we are glad the sponsor of today's episode is SeatGeek. You guessed it. With over 28 million downloads, SeatGeek is the number one rated ticketing app. There are more than 70,000 events every single day on SeatGeek, including concerts, sports, festivals, and more. There's a little thing called WrestleMania coming April 1st, so Mike, SeatGeek might be the play if you want to come. They put all the tickets across the web in one place to make sure you're getting a good deal. Each ticket is graded to make sure you get a good deal. Look for the green dots. Green mean good. Creamy, creamy, creamy good. good, creamy good. Oh, dude, green. <laughs> Red means bad. Every ticket is backed by their buyer guarantee, and SeatGeek is the only site that lets you return your tickets ahead of the event with swaps. So here's the call to action. You know I can't through for you guys. Use the code Logan. Twenty dollars off tickets at SeatGeek. That's twenty dollars off the first purchase. That 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 that. Just buy your tickets at SeatGeek, guys, and use the code. He's gonna tell you what the code it's is. Logan, make sure you click the link in the description to download the app. Shout out SeatGeek. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic. When I can, I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I think the only thing that I disliked that Tommy and his family did was try to take your purse after they cowered out of the bet. I thought that was dude, a little... That's dude, a little, I've seen these videos of, of John Fury and Tommy Fury and they're like, pay up Jake Paul. Except I remember you, Brandon, in the locker room uh, when... John Fury was watching you get your hands wrapped. Brandon was fucking antagonizing him. And he goes, and he goes, he, he, he goes, Hey, about that contract, about the purse, like, why didn't you guys sign it? Why didn't you return it? And John Fury just cowers into a little ball and goes, let's talk about boxing, mate. We're focused on boxing now. And I'm in the background, just like stunned. Cause I just seen this dude in real time for the first time, show his hand. They weren't willing to actually sign the contract. And then after the fight, when they won, now they're going and talking about being gypsies, how they can't read and write, right. And they expect you to pay up on something that they 1000% would wouldn't have if you had won the fight. Yeah, no, and everyone everyone sees through it and is calling him out on it so much so that John Fury deleted the tweets. Oh, he did. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see how. Thank I you, John. I appreciate it. I didn't see yeah. that narrative unfold. The, what I was going to say happened like hours ago. Oh, okay. What I was going to say earlier when you were talking about the walkout uh where I was interrupting you while you were speaking was uh he walked out <sighs> to Creedence Clearwater Revival to CCR fortunate son and when i saw him walking out to that song my first thought was don't you dare walk out to that song <laughs> that is the song our helicopters flying to vietnam listening to in every movie and i also said to myself this is bad i said this 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 is a great fucking song dude the iron man and song it, it was an iron man when iron man you know started getting ready I don't know how long I'm going to be on this show for. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, uh, oh. <laughs> Dude, in my head, I heard. <laughs> <laughs> Was there what what surprised you the most about Tommy's approach when when he got in that ring? I didn't know what to expect. I hadn't seen tapes. I didn't know, you know, what he was going to come at you with. And I, I, I automatically saw this is going to sound kind of weird, but I automatically saw a little bit of your bro in him in that he's a he's a big fucking kid dude yeah he's a big dude and he throws a very good one his yep. jet his jab to me at least looked like it was keeping you off of him and he was and 
his plan, at least in the early rounds, looked like it was stick the one and move, stick the one and move, not and not move left because that was into the uh, range of your right overhand right. What about his approach like surprised you and made you uh, res maybe respect him a little bit more? Just just his combinations, honestly. That that was like the best thing. Yeah, is his, his hands go his quick. hand speed, yeah, and his number his number of punches was. The, his best attribute for sure. That's what was winning the close rounds for him was that he was putting combinations together better. I have a confession. So after the fight, I told you this, I was gutted. I was just so confident in you as I'm sure you were so confident in me when I lost to KSI. And I think I made a mistake in being really verbal about my confidence especially to the documentary crew that was following you around for the past eight months to a year. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I said, uh, I told them, I said, uh, I said, it is so abundantly clear to me the outcome of this fight. I said, <laughs> if Jake, I said, if Jake loses to Tommy, he's straight up bitch made. <laughs> I said that, dude. <laughs> I said it. And I feel so bad now. Like, I'm going to look like a, I'm going to get fucking Curb Your Enthusiasm memed on this on this documentary when it comes out in november or october and i'm so i'm sorry i'm telling you now i'm sorry i just like i, put I mean all, same I, but like who bro who cares like, i i i care because <laughs> because i feel bad yeah but it's like it's part of the game it's it's shit talk and and by the way like we we had that confidence and i think that confidence is still there like on a on a good night honestly but um it's definitely going to be interesting and by the way if the rematch happens before then when I win, that's true. You it's gonna get, be all good. That's true. That that's true. It's gonna be. Do, do good. you think? Do you think your wet dream played a part of it at all, bro? I don't know if we get this. Should we talk about? I this? mean, I do want to talk about it because I, I know, I know you didn't want to, but mom said she said Jake had a wet dream the night before his fight. I sparked up and I said, no fucking way, I had a wet dream the day of the KSI fight. Hey, why yeah. are you guys talking to your moms about that? <laughs> very open family. Yeah, very open Yeah, yeah, family. yeah. Too, too open. Too I don't think so. Open. I, think it's, I think it's probably a bit healthy. It's probably healthy to talk about sex with your kids. That's probably why. You know what I used to say growing up? probably why you're like My this. parents used to be like, that's some white people shit. That's, that's what ah, I used to. Ah, nice. It is, it is, that's some is. white people nice. shit, bro. WGS. Nice. But, but dude, it, our, our lives really do run so parallel. And, and, and I know you had been in boxing terms, what they call building your batch. Yep. So essentially what you do is you don't release um, in order to build up that testosterone in your body to make you just like some angry fucking fight. And I up. fucked myself literally, literally. over. <laughs> what, what what was your dream about? And, uh, yeah, that's what I wanted to know. I don't actually even remember. <laughs> just cap. like <laughs> cap, you nutted and forgot. Nah, nah. You nut and you go. Oh, no, because no I woke. I literally woke up in a panic. Like fuck. <laughs> Worst where thing was ever. the nut? Fuck. Worst fuck, thing fuck, ever. Fuck. Where's the nut? Like where? where like, like right now? No, no, probably somewhere. Like wait, how did you? How did you make this shocking discovery? Are you like, like right after you wake up and you like jolt out of it? And I was like, it's oh the worst my thing God. ever. When you can't stop it either. Yeah, because because bro, you have yeah, like two oh, weeks. Yeah, you yeah, have two yeah. weeks of testosterone build up, built up, and so the reason a wet dream happens is because your body like needs to release right. that yeah. energy. It like knows inside of its in your mind. It's like this is not good, and. Yeah, I fucked myself. That's like an ex probably was like an explosion, bro. Hundred percent, his dream was him standing above Tommy, knocking him out. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's but yeah, it makes your legs weak. Totally. I guess the viewers like that's that's why it's bad. Is it makes your legs weak? Oh, why does it make like, your legs weak? 
After because you- that the sperm is like stored in your legs and it has something to do with like the neurological um, connection of like you did exactly what you were put on this earth to do. So you become like relieved, relaxed. Re- relaxed and oxytocin goes through your body and you kind of like just get lackadaisical. And then once you <laughs> I don't know what I needed to do. It's it's really bad, guys. It's really. It's and then even, once you start getting hit in the head, you're that's why you're like. If you notice when fighters are about to get knocked out, their legs start like jumping all over the place. That's because your your head and your legs like are connected once you're getting hit in it. Did you so, nut and sneeze on the law? The yeah, first oh, same, so you were just losing all your everything, shit. Just nut and sneezing. Just to clarify, <laughs> you lost because you nutted. I just no, said that. No, I just no, fucking no. said this. Shit. No, but I'm just saying, God. is that why you didn't feel good? Or is it did you I actually, think it's uh, one of one of one of like many reasons. Got it. I remember when it happened to me mentally. I was kind of destroyed a little bit. Yeah, you, you, you had you had just you had just done this thing that isn't easy for for three <laughs> weeks to three weeks to a month, holding you know your your batch. <laughs> you're building your batch in. It's not easy. And then on the day of the fucking fight, all your progress is destroyed, and you're <laughs> you're back to zero. And it isn't like a little release. By the way, it's like. It's like a nut. It's, it's a lot, dude. Why the wet what, what, day of? Could you take like a Viagra or a Blue Chew? Does that help in any yeah, type yeah. of way? No, no, no. What is wrong? What? Oh, what is wrong with well, what me? What kind of question is that? What is wrong with me? Hard that I'm, I'm the wrong one. I'm help. the wrong one. Well, the question you're... Oh, no. Mom, you wouldn't believe what just happened. I just <laughs> nutted in my dreams. All right, I got to call dad. I'll call you right back. Wait, but Udo, I want to know your logic. Why would you think taking a Viagra would help in this situation? I don't know. What is the fucking... You don't know, huh? Well, why I didn't the, know about the nutting in the legs. you so stuff? You don't know anything then, huh? If we didn't do that, it wouldn't be called impulsive. It would just be what, called what thoroughly you, thought out ideas. All right, what, is the what do you know? What do you know? Yeah, good, good question, Logan. Oh, no. That's my fucking brother. I know. I know. Um... You know that I'll get back to you guys. I'll get back to you guys. I'll get back to you. Maybe you oh, wait. No, no, no. Do you I'll think maybe you had a Roman swipe? Because a Roman swipe makes you, the ones make you last longer. Is that what you meant? Oh, that did you just worked. Yeah, did you just misfire? That's what I meant. No, it wasn't. <laughs> I meant the <laughs> Roman wipes because you, you know how they do it in Rome. Curb. God. I don't know what the fuck Roman Dude, wipes are. All right. Curb your enthusiasm moment he's talking about where he gets like clipped because <laughs> of something he said. I don't know what curve. Forget all of it. Is. Just forget everything. What's the theme song? What is it? Can go- we start this episode over, bro? <laughs> I think we should. Is a- <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Quick, the theme song for Kirby Enthusiasm. Yeah, yeah. Copyrighted immediately. <laughs> so, so should so, I be more sad? No, just, just hear me should out. Should I cry? Okay. Be good for the clickbait. Yeah. Like right now. <laughs> Are you gonna cry? No. Okay. What just happened to you? This this uh combat related humbling, uh, which we, we have seen before. <laughs> what do you mean by that? D- d- have have <laughs> You're good. That's good. That's good. Comedy. Unbelievable. Have, okay, can I ask you this? Have, <laughs> I think we should start over. No, 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 no. Listen, <laughs> does it affect the amount of just unrelinquished, relentless shit talking that you do prior to the next fight? 
Because this was like a big thing that I saw. Like a lot of people wanted to talk about this. Like, for example, somebody clipped your your um your pre-fight thing that was like, tomorrow's the day, Tommy. <laughs> tomorrow's the day. And then yeah. the post-fight where it's like, well, guys. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. It's part of the game for sure. Definitely, <laughs> definitely look like a fucking idiot. <laughs> I think this shit's hilarious too. It's like the Bryce Hall, like, I'm gonna fuck, I'm a professional boxer. Yeah. I have never said I'm a boxer. <laughs> that 40 street now fights. it's me. Now it's me. Uh, I, I respect it. I think it's funny. But uh, definitely the shit talk is turned down a notch for sure. If if there is a, a rematch. No, nah, don't forward, do that. It's don't more do that. it's more actions. It's not necessarily it's I don't know if it's the shit talk, but like less like disrespect. It's you like, respect them more. Yeah, exactly. Like more, you know, kudos. Good job. Good job. But but, but do you also feel like that is such a uh, a factor in your your sales and marketing for the fights. Like if you look at somebody like Connor, when Connor comes off of L, that doesn't affect his shit talking going into the next fight. In fact, it might even make it more. He actually you know talks what I'm about saying? your wife. So I'm just yeah, he does. That's what he did. What do you do? Yeah, I feel like it kind of just depends what mood I'm in. Like sometimes I just want to talk shit. Sometimes I'm just like I don't I don't really care. But I guess even going into the second Woodley fight. I wasn't really a talking as much shit. It could still be very entertaining and it's still a, a massive buildup. But uh, I, I don't know if those like words are necessarily needed, but I guess we'll see. I, I'm really a, like a moody person. Like whatever I feel that morning, that day, like right now I'm just like super chill. Don't give it like just vibing. Some days I wake up and I'm like, we just want to troll and be like a little demon and like shake yeah. up the internet and talk, talk shit. So uh, that's why there's like so many, I think different sides of me and my persona. I have to know uh, again, I, I told you this, but watching you just kind of digest what had just happened after the fight was really interesting. Cause I could keenly relate to what you're experiencing almost, almost to the T right. Split decision, loss points taken away, it, it it didn't make sense to me at the time because I'd worked so hard. I had manifested it. And nutted the night before. <laughs> nutted the night before. Even, even that, which is so fucking weird. We're literally the same person, bro. It's, it's, it's weird. It, that's that's insane, that is bro. a little weird. It is weird. That's very, that's very weird. weird. And things like this happen like all the time, like random little nuances yep. that are completely just out of nowhere and we both have experienced it or done something like it. And the one thing that I remember after my loss is everyone was saying stuff to me but like nothing was really landing nor in my heart did I feel like it mattered and even even when it first happened I seen like one of the random ring guys like start talking to you about like he's like you know everyone loses in boxing like right away people yeah. are just trying to chirp in your ear to make you feel better and and it's annoying because nothing really gets to you but was there something that anyone said that actually did make it in there that affected you in a positive way regarding this loss that's a great question. I think after the initial shock of about 24 to 36 hours, a lot of the stuff that people had said to me and that were texting me <laughs> collectively started to think uh, or sink in. But I think the most important things were the discoveries I was making through my own personal thoughts and journaling and the things I was telling myself and actually feeling because someone could tell you, you know, you look beautiful, but if you don't actually believe that yourself, mm. then you're never going to 
grow or believe that obviously and easier said than done but it was it was definitely a collective i i received more praise and love and support after the loss from like friends and fighters and all sorts of people than i did after winning and i was like damn like i should just keep losing because this is great <laughs> this is really great join the club all bro. the love all the love the club. it's not so bad this guy's the mayor of the club he's there every thursday <laughs> uh uh I also want to know because we talk about manifestation a lot yeah. on this show and um, I'm pretty big into manifesting. I, I was really big into manifesting growing up. Um, and I think some people know this story. Like when I first moved to Hollywood, right? Look in the mirror 10 times every morning, every night, repeat to myself, I will be the biggest entertainer in the world. I will be the biggest entertainer in the world. No matter if I was um, partying, drunk, someone was at my house, whatever. And I didn't care how weird it was. I did it. And I manifested in a really, really intense way for both KSI fights that I would win those fights. The first one was a draw. So then I told myself and rationalized my manifestation not working with, okay, well, I'll get them on the next one. That's, that's when it's supposed to come true, right? That's when my destiny is going gonna, is gonna to make sense to me. And then I manifested even harder and it didn't come true the second time. And truthfully, since then, bro, I've kind of stopped manifesting in that way because I believed it so, so much. So I had so much conviction in that my reality was that I was going to win that fight. And that's just not how life unfolded that night for you. Cause you even manifest more than me. If you go into his, uh, bathroom guys, there's paper all over his mirrors about his goals and his ambitions. Is it going to affect how you talk and try to speak your reality or your, um, vision into reality yeah no i've definitely been battling with this thought for sure but i think that manifestation is almost like a cherry on top it's like that extra little bit of belief and psychological warfare with yourself and basically essentially like you're hypnotizing your own thoughts and creating an energy around yourself that's tangible and it seeps into the pores of other people and then this collectively becomes a bigger energy and a bigger thought and then if it keeps on growing and growing and growing that's when the manifestation can come to fruition and actually turn into something but again it's only probably 10 percent of it and um and if you don't do it then yeah, if you don't believe in it, then it's not real 100%. But you still have to be physically present, physically there, mentally ready, willing to die. So many things, but it's one piece of the puzzle. And if it worked 100% of the time, then none of us would be sitting here. That There's no beauty in that. There's no, that's not life. That's not how shit works because we, we would all just wake up in the morning and be like, tomorrow I'm going to find a billion dollars. And you say that a hundred fucking times, but it's just if you're not putting in the work, then it's not going to matter. But I, that's what I'm saying. I put in the work, bro. I felt like I could control my destiny. But and, I don't then know when, and then when my destiny was like, nah, bitch, I'm your destiny. No, I'm but, doing but what you I want. can't. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's only you, you could put in the work. You can do all of the things, but still it it the destiny is already, I guess predetermined written. in some sense yeah it was written um and you still like that's why i said it's only the cherry on top and even if you were physically ready you were physically ready like did you have the right coaches did you nut the night before the fight all of these <laughs> things could throw off 
so many different aspects and the butterfly effect of each decision that you make is massive. massive. And by the way, you could still say the things out loud in the mirror. Like I, Jake Paul will win, blah, blah, blah. But if you don't fully believe it, I think that's also a part of the problem. Cause then you start to second guess those other thoughts. There's an issue with not doing it. And that just really quickly, I'm not a big manifester. And what that does as a negative for me sometimes is a neutral brain and a uh, brain that is at rest will sometimes produce thoughts that are counterproductive to victory. Yeah. And so by flooding your day, flooding your dialogue with positive reinforcements, you are at that is acting as a shield against what a resting brain or mind may do on its own. Because the last thing you want to do is walk into that ring saying to yourself, yo, there's a chance I might lose today. No, see, thoughts, are, might... thoughts are no, 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 so no, no, no. powerful, and, though. And in, and in fights, I've heard that it, it, it can be useful to realize that you are in a situation that could go badly because it can allow you to react certain ways. But if you ask any uber successful businessman, athlete, entertainer, in the world out there, they all practice positive manifestation. They are all telling themselves every day, yo, I'm, this is, this is done in the army and the special forces. When they get into that water with that raft over their heads, they're saying to themselves, I'm the fucking best. I'm tough enough. I'm the best because that, that positive talk to yourself does work. There's no question about that. Does it work all the time to your point? Maybe not. But it's definitely more beneficial than a resting than a resting. Well, also, one hundred percent thoughts are all that we have. If you wake up, I bet you if a scientist did an experiment with two people who are the same age and they woke up every single day and one said to themselves every single day, "I'm old, I'm old," and they said it a hundred times, and then the other one was like, "I'm young, I'm young." I guarantee you, the one who was saying I was old would live ten to twenty years less. They did a much m- less version of that experiment with plants. And oh, playing music and stuff, yeah. Uh, playing or yelling at a plant. I believe it was playing music. And telling a plant to grow. And the plant that was told yeah. to grow grew. Oh, correct. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, here's another thing, bro. Like you said, it was your destiny, but maybe your destiny was made for you to lose because you needed, the, it was the only way to get to Prime or to Mayweather. Like there was a lot of bigger accomplishments that you nailed after. Well, now it makes sense. But I, I, but I, it still doesn't change how I feel about manifesting as hard as I, as hard as I did. Did you stop doing it? I don't, I don't, I don't really do it. Do you know what his bathroom says now? I went in it yesterday. There used to be huge signs. You will be the greatest entertainer in the world. Now there is a rug in front of his sink that simply says two words. Fuck off. That's kind of where I'm at. That's how much of a that's how much of a change he's made. Well, do you think that's changed your your ability to be like happy and and like not at all happiest I've ever been achieved more than I ever could have imagined. Yeah, it, but again, then like you're kind of wrong in the sense because like you would your main one was I will become one of the biggest entertainers in the world, and that's exactly what you've done. So so that one for some reason stuck and came a little more true maybe you believed it deep down he didn't believe you but I, I i don't even know if i fully believe that though like i that's that's a tall order and i'm trying to do cool things but i don't care about it as much anymore actually i don't care about it at all i don't care about being the biggest entertainer on the planet yeah no shit you already did it <laughs> no oh i don't know I yeah like, like when you're chilling in like the top 10 you're kind of like well i'm like here i'm close to the top like, <laughs> what's the metric vibing, who's like, gonna decide <laughs> this is pretty chill like, it is hilarious that we are both from westlake ohio fucking getting paid 
tens of millions of dollars to do any of this shit. And we have the same goal. Him and I are probably going to live on a ranch together with our fucking families off of all this fucking money. None of this, none of this means anything unless you have your happiness and your family and your health intact. So it's like business is cool or whatever, but we're just playing the fucking game. I am very visual visibly seeing that from both of you guys right now. And I do want to, I do want to say this. It is so, so obvious that you guys have turned a corner away from just being driven by any kind of money or, or visibility only. I, I say that to both of you guys. Like I'm, I'm seeing more and more you prioritize relationships, uh, you know, real pursuits in life and what you actually desire to get from this life outside of, outside of, you know, entertainment and money and so on and so forth and i don't know if that has anything to do with the success of your brand or whatever but like it's it's palpable and, and noticeable it comes with maturity it comes with having achieved the goals and having hustled very hard to achieve those goals and feeling a a level of accomplishment um for me and i mean you're, i think you're maturing really rapidly um i don't know if it's like the psychedelics or the the um like hallucinogenic experiences you've had but uh, for me, I mean, my, my priorities um, very viscerally shifted. And I even like, I look back in our past um, at some of the beefs we've had, because you're right, dude, like family is so important. We were in Saudi Arabia, me, you, mom, dad, and it just felt good to just be all together. And like, I really feel now a, a really tight kinship with y'all that I, that I had it. And I look back at some of our beefs and just some of the, some of the things I did to, uh, to that hurt you and i feel really fucking bad about it dude i feel really bad about some of the things i did and like i'll uh i'll i'll i'll, I'll apologize to you off camera but like damn man i as like uh as the older brother i wish i would have had more wherewithal in how to respectfully and appropriately treat my family when I was younger and, and it's it's a shame that it's taken me this long to like come to terms with that it sort of in myself um I don't know I don't know I don't know why I'm such like a late bloomer in that regard yeah no and I I honestly really appreciate that um and I know we've talked about this off camera and and I I apologize as well. Like we were just fucking jackasses, and so had our priorities mixed up. I just think I just think I I just should have like ha I'm the older brother, dude. You know what I'm saying? I I do believe it's much easier for me to hurt you than it is for you to hurt me. And I took advantage of that. And that's fucked up. Yeah. No, and I I it definitely really hurt me for sure. For sure, for many years. And it was confusing because I just wanted us to be really, really close. But then I just kept on getting like battered, honestly. And and I felt like I was the always the one who was like, let's make amends, let's make amends, let's make amends. And it would always kind of get flipped on its head. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what my deal was, man. I I'm gonna I'm gonna spend some time in these uh last part of my twenties. It's not your it's not your fault though. You do you do what was done to you. You were treated like shit growing up. You were abused. That's a part of our childhood. 
And there's no running away from that. That's the truth. And so as humans, we do what was done to us because hurt people hurt people. And so there was this void in you and you didn't know how, any other way, bro. You didn't. You didn't. I never felt hurt, though. I felt like I was emulating a coldness that the male figure of my life embodies. <laughs> That's being hurt. <laughs> but to, you, I, didn't, you don't have to feel hurt to be hurt. A lot of people don't even realize why they're drinking or doing drugs or all of these things. There's a void and that that void comes from hurt. And so they're just filling it up. Even other people going on dates with people, having sex with people, that is filling a void to make yourself feel better about yourself. And there was this cold lack of emotion growing up. I didn't even know what emotions were. We never had an emotional conversation with either one of our parents. We, did, we talked about this on the plane ride back yeah. about how it affected just when you became the problem child. Yeah. We were talking about just how how much trouble you were really getting into at that age and you sort of just being numb to emotion and, and following along and wanting to just fit in with your friends who were doing gnarly shit. Yep. Yep. To escape. To escape from, you know, and to, to gain back control in my own life and to like have freedom to just be me instead of living in this sort of tyrannical prison of our dad's house. Ironically, you're kind of doing similar practices now in the opposite end of the scale, correct? Like I really admire these uh, disciplines you've put on yourself this year, 2023, that, that, are, that are really, really hard and admirable, yeah. um, right? I mean, I'll let you say them, but right, no, no drinking. Yeah. No, no sex. Yep. No drinking, no sex, um, no watching porn like to masturbate or anything like that. Um, daily meditation, like 20 to 45 minutes, um, tons of books, tons of talks um, with my life coach slash therapist, Susie, um, on a daily basis. We talk for probably about an hour every single day understanding like emotional intelligence self-love all of these things that i've goal? to love myself you don't think you do mm -mm. really I can relate to that somewhat. yeah what what a what is it about yourself that you don't love <sighs> i i i love myself but it's like it's a muddy, muddy uh, hole, I guess. And so I, I have to, it only shines through sometimes. Um, and I was just taught not to love myself. I was always criticized. I was always, you know, if I, if I didn't get good grades, criticized. You're, you're terrible. You're not smart. You're not this. Um, you know, you lose the wrestling tournament. Oh, you got third place. Fucking you suck. Why didn't you fucking do that? So I had to accomplish things to love myself. And so I've noticed that. I mean, that's probably why I'm like extremely successful in a lot of senses, because I've just had to accomplish things for me to feel good about my own self. But now it's like shedding that and realizing that me just being me is more than good enough. And I'm important no matter how much money I have no matter what I just did. And that's why I think this fight was uh, such a gift from the universe because I think for the first time, 
I'm I'm really like, damn, I, I really do love myself. I don't need all of these accolades and accomplishments to feel good. And that's why I'm able to like sit here almost with like a weight lifted off my shoulders over the past couple of days. Um, because so much of my self-love was placed in like in accomplishments. Um yeah. So there was so this was almost kind of like a test for you, almost to be able to get through a loss that in the past you would have required to go home and actually continue loving yourself and and think that others around you loved you for that it was almost a test to be able to walk out of that ring with that with the loss without the victory and go home and still say yo i feel good about myself yep. i feel good about who i am as a person yeah 100 percent. and another thing is that people don't realize is like when you are 16 years old and then in front of like tens of millions of people and you're reading comments on a daily basis that are saying you're this, you're ugly, you're that, you're you suck, you're not funny, you're terrible, go fuck yourself, you should die. I wish your parents never had you. When you're like consuming that as adolescent, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22 years old for six, seven, eight years of your life, you're one of the most you know, controversial, hated people on the internet. You start to read those comments and that that blossoms in your head if you let it. And I didn't know who I was. I didn't know how to love myself. I was never taught that. I never practiced that. My parents had such conditional love for me. It was only, you know, if I did something good, I would receive love, which is terrible. Both, both and parents. so, yes, a thousand percent. And, um, and so, yeah, you topple that with like, millions of comments read over years and years and years and um and then you go to the wrong places to fulfill that void of lack of self-love and that's like alcohol other people you know sex partying drugs um, accomplishments money all of those things that are the heart of los angeles so you're in this city of other people who fucking hate themselves and are trying to become famous to to love themselves and a lot of a lot of people like the some of the best people in the world don't love themselves like the best actors all these things like and they're they're doing all of this business stuff and growing their brand and all this stuff to feel validated that's why that's why girls post half naked online they want to feel validated they want the male attention if a girl truly loves herself she won't need an instagram for for that and maybe it's one thing if it's a business but but yeah I, I was down that rabbit hole tenfold and by the way that only makes it worse so by trying to fill that void with the shit that's not real you're actually going backwards and you'll end up in a much worse spot and yeah that's where that's why i ended up and uh for the past two years i guess now have been on this journey and have done ayahuasca toad mushrooms daily meditation breath work and all of these things to really get back to a place of self-love which is i think the key to life that was beautiful yeah, dude was all of that you are you are wise beyond your years and even just like hearing you talk you you evolved so much and i don't know how or where that came from because like i I am definitely not as emotion emotionally in touch with how I'm feeling or emotionally intelligent. I think 
um, as you are. It's, and we, it's, we had this. Like, I just kind of feel brain dead, to be honest with you. It's, <laughs> it's, it's a practice, bro. Like, I've been working now for literally seriously working behind the scenes. And it's not fun, by the way. It's not fun to take a look at all the things that created all of these Under monsters the yeah. inside of you and to like uncover them. Um, it's it's actually quite terrifying and confusing. I still and haven't you, done it. I'm 30. And your second, you second. I got that hood closed, bro. No, I'm not bragging, but I, I understand where you're coming from. And I and I want to say this too. You you both uh have grown tremendously tremendously both of you i mean i've been had the had the you know blessing and, and pleasure to be around you guys for the past five or six years and i mean the growth is is tangible immense and so palpable to to, to me and everyone and i know you guys both whether it's boxing or ayahuasca girlfriends whatever like to attribute a lot of your emotional growth and and success to the things that you're doing but I also have noticed that it has been something that you guys stopped doing that has also contributed to that growth. And that's creating daily content and being and living in that atmosphere of fucking feedback, that crowdsourced self-esteem that Kanye has talked about. Right. Like those that that always on criticism and critique in a world that I live in still to this day that doesn't really allow you to ever check in on yourself. That doesn't really ever allow you the time to sit with a therapist or with a, a loved one and say, yo, I don't know why I feel like this. Let's work on it. Cause you're too busy fulfilling your, your obligation to an audience. And, and so that that's one thing I, I noticed about both of you guys, when you guys took a, mo a moment to step back from that grind, from that always on approach, and and focused on boxing and long-term pursuits it really gave you some some room to breathe 100 percent, and that, that's why i say like hollywood is such a terribly unhealthy place and there's a reason why uh damn near every single person that goes there and ends up getting famous and all of these things ends up on almost identically the same path of drugs alcohol and all of these dark dark places and that's why you hear so many stories about it all, all the time and um your happiness lies within an audience you know everyone knows it's not good to be codependent right like you you want to be your own independent self-loving person if you're in a codependent relationship where your happiness relies on the other person that's terrible it's never going to work out right well guess what you're doing when you're becoming famous you're becoming codependent on millions of people for your happiness and so unless you truly don't give a fuck and can separate yourself from that it's going to create this terribly fucked up system and feedback loop in your head that's never going to work in your favor i had a major breakthrough during um, the time i was shooting originals because it was one of the first times in my life where i felt like i was doing the thing i love creating but for me yeah, I was finally making content that I wanted to make because it really interested me. Putting down that camera and sort of putting the audience on hold for a second was so liberating. When you're doing stuff consistently for other people for so long, and I say this all the time, but you're just constantly just giving your energy. Like, how much do you have for you to eat, to even just discover who you are? in a developmental period of your life and finding myself and truly being able to say that I became a person that I love 
is the most freeing, relaxing, motivating feeling I've in space that I've ever lived in my whole life. And perhaps that's why I mentioned earlier, I'm the happiest I've ever been. Perhaps that's why I've, I'm achieving these goals that are far beyond what I ever could have imagined. And I'm not even like in my head, I, I, I don't know what they look like ahead of time. It's not like I'm shooting for something. I'm just like doing what I love. Yep. I'm doing what I love. And I found this contentness and I'm so fucking blessed and grateful for it. But I think to, to make this a little bit relatable for anyone listening and um, so, like the, the takeaway here is I guess just uh, just be just be really cognizant of your energy and 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 you know it's 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 not good to be selfish but but how how much of your life are you living for you and how much are you are are you giving away do you have do you have any left for yourself i really do believe that's important yeah that's the key to life man and we're not human doings we're human beings so if you could just be and master the art of yourself and being in a room alone and can make yourself happy um that's the most important thing and the fact that you've now found this after so many so many years um is really awesome and i'm proud of you for that honestly because it's not easy man it's 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 not easy at all no yeah no i mean well i've all i've also well mike something you haven't done enough is fucking lost bro recently you lost a lot um in that in that tough decade of your life you know but i definitely think getting hit in the fucking face and failing and losing on like you know whether it's a small scale or big scale can help you evolve in a way that you could never if you don't i could sit here forever and just do what i'm doing but if you never take chances to evolve you can't uh, like i found a comfort zone and i hate that you, you, I mean, you could see it, bro. We all, you, like, you found a little. I, I you, love, I love what I do. No, it and works. I, and I, it and works. I love the content, but it's just. I, I, I want to. We have a couple more topics covered today right, before right. we dive into <laughs> it because that's a long hole. <laughs> this was this was wonderful, but I got I got to bring us back to the internet because there's a few more topics that we gotta cover today. Okay, I say we sit here for five hours and Easy. fucking well, do we a super dinner, episode. But we can continue it at the dinner. Did you guys want to come to the dinner? By the way, yeah. Can you add two? Logan's relationship with Dana White and UFC is not the only contentious relationship that he has in his life that's related to you. You walked out of that ring after a tough loss, and within seconds, there was a viral video from a man named KSI just digging in, digging fucking in. I can quote him. Uh, he was smoking on that Jake Paul pack. <laughs> and I want to ask you, uh, you know, was there anything that happened there that you didn't expect? Uh, and I also want to then get your reaction and what that was like for you in a moment where you knew your brother was going through it to see a, you know, your, your business partner, your friend, your, you know, your um, co-creator, um, you know, taking advantage in that moment. I just want to get some feedback from both of you guys. Jake first. I didn't, I don't know. I didn't see the videos. Um, again, talk is cheap because with all that talk of whatever he said, he's still afraid to sign the contract. So you're saying the fight, the reason the fight's not happening right now is just 100% KSI. Yeah. 
so he could, I mean, he could talk all that shit, but like, let's, let's go in the ring. 100%. Like, talk that shit. Let's sell some fucking pay-per-views, brother. <laughs> so it's just the balls in his court. Would you consider a KSI fight prior to a, a Tommy Fury rematch? No, no. And like, and KSI has never fought anyone good. So it's like all, all that talk is, <laughs> is from. I'm only laughing because he's laughing. Why? Bro. Why? Because he fought you. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, 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 no. Oh, no. Oh, fuck. That really, that really hurts. That really hurts, Jake. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I tried shit. my best to not. I turned out of frame. You could have done the oh, same, no. George. I don't know why. I was. I, Jake said that. I was like, yeah. He's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, he's right. <laughs> he's absolutely right. Wait, but I am right because when even when you fought him, you weren't good. You're great. You're good now. Undeveloped. And, and that, this is sure. the thing. When, when I make my pound for pound list, they're like, why does Jake put Logan above KSI? KSI beat him. If you guys fought now, you would win. People, you're a different fighter than back then. So yeah, it's like. My partner. Let me say something. Hmm. So I obviously like want to try to stay neutral here, but uh, and JJ's done a phenomenal job at winning everything he does. Maybe Jake could just give the feedback for the for it. No, he's 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 done a great job at winning everything he does. It's because of it's because of his confidence in himself. Um, for sure. And 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 it's and 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 JJ clowning on Jake in that moment is like inevitable. Like, yeah, it's like, warranted. Obviously, like obviously, he's gonna fucking do no, that. No, like, like he he has to, I, he, I would actually, do the he same. To, he has to do that. Yeah, I would do I would do the same if he lost. No doubt. He has to do it. It's just, uh, you, like you said, bro, it's the fucking, it's the game. Yeah. It's the game. It's what you do. And then if you lose, you deal with it then. Uh, and, and, and he, JJ, fortunately for him, has not gotten humbled yet. And maybe, maybe he won't. Maybe he will. That's up to the gods to decide. Um, that, that's what I mean, though, is, yeah. is all things considered. Like, I talk a lot of shit, da, 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 but I, back to back to back schedule these fights and go in the ring and do them whoever it is anywhere anytime any place i've backed that up and proven it and shown it and so he's hot on twitter you know he's got the twitter fingers but when it comes to actually fighting me you have been gone absent haven't actually showed up haven't actually signed the contract um so talk is cheap and Let's just hope he he gets into the ring and we we can settle all the all the shit talk there after I go back and avenge this loss with Tommy Fury. So it's so it's Tommy Fury, and then this gets back on the schedule. So like, I like that fight, and not saying that you shouldn't fight Tommy again because I, I like the idea of unfinished business and leave no doubt. But I love that KSI fight Me too. because. Of what I said earlier, which is I believe you guys are both scrappers. And I, I, I believe and 
honestly, I like it, but I don't like it for the same reason your brother. I I I love you, bro. I love you, and 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 watching your growth is fucking inspirational. But I I have also come to and and always have very much respected JJ and do like JJ very much as well. So the idea of it, I probably sit somewhere around the same place as him on it. But that is a fuck. It. That's the super fight. That's the fight, dude. I, I I'm sorry. Like it's there not is as, not as big of a fight as you think. I disagree. For what reason? Do you think it loses we the both mainstream? Have, we is both, it a mainstream? Yeah, yeah, we both. I mean, I have a mainstream audience, yep. and so does the Fury name. So that's why superstars were there. Ronaldo, all this shit. No one really knows. Like, celebrities don't care about KSI. He but, has, like, all the little, like, internet kids uh, wrapped around his finger. But that's also the all the kids who still watch me fight because they hate me. So it's like we have a lot of the same crossover audience. And... It doesn't engage like the professional boxing combat sports world nearly as much as me versus Tommy. I I, I would love to see the revenge of the Pauls and have that. Well, sorry, sorry, and this is why. Sorry, this is why I've said like I'm KSI's end goal, right? But like for me, there's there's bigger fights out there. So that's a that's a pit stop. Or it's, it's like a, a, yeah, it's a pit stop, and it's a million. It's a million plus by event. It is. It's, K- a, it's KSI, a million K- and a half plus by KSI has only sold 200,000 pay-per-views max. He, he, here, here's, the, here's what I think. I and that think, was against him. I, I understand. Yeah, you guys sold 240,000. No, we did 1.1. 1. 1. That's a lie. At $10. Oh, oh, the first fight with like me and Deji and all that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is $10 oh, oh, million. The second, one, the second one was between. Uh, On the zone, yeah. I don't think it was too. I think it was, I thought it was more like 300, 400,000. There was 200,000 subscribers who had already paid for DAZN that watched it or 400,000 that watched it, but they already had paid for DAZN. Uh, and then you added 220,000 new subscribers at uh, $20, which is only, you know, I see how, however many millions of dollars. Okay. KSI has never but also, sold but a also, but proper pay per view at $50, $60. But also at the time, you and you didn't have any mainstream boxing credibility which you have a shit ton of now you have a metric shit ton of fucking credibility in in the mainstream space as far as espn is concerned who by the way did you very dirty on snapchat we could talk about that in a second I showed him i can't believe horrifying it. what a picture oh it's, my it, bro, just the picture and the get, title was if, mind if you blowing get hit and your face kind of like orients itself in a way he knows what picture you're talking about for sure yeah, yeah. But the title was. <laughs> so but then, like, the title, like, it was like who Jake cares? Paul's officially a loser. Dude. It's just Snapchat. It, Snapchat is brutal. Forget that for a second. Let him get the clicks, bro. <laughs> he brings it up and he goes, forget that for a second. Because it was just a pit stop. He's like, the, the, they think you're a fucking. Ru- you, you, you know what? Just forget a fucking about it. what? Huh? A fucking what? What do you mean? I don't know. You just said. You think they think Jake you're a fucking. Jake is a hobo. What are you, you going to say? I'm just curious. I have no idea what you're talking about. Interesting. Hmm. Well, thanks for joining us, guys. Today. I'm just kidding. I forgot what I was gonna say. Some, Actually, you've someone fucked about, me up there. It, it, uh, something about the mainstream boxing. Oh yeah. So now that you audience. have now that you have boxing, I'm watching you. Today. I'm fucking onto you. I didn't say anything. I I'm this close to having you expose yourself. I didn't do it. You didn't, but you almost did. And I saw it. We all saw it. No, I didn't. We 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 saw it. It will be replayed. No, I guarantee people are going to be frothing at that moment. No, I don't think you were. You were assuming, and you know what happens when you assume. You make an ass out of you and me. Don't do this to you. What were you going to say? Me? I was like, Jake's in a rut. See, you judged. You need to stop judging people. 
before you use that word in that context, I'm pretty sure you had no idea what that word was. Rut. No, I've been in a rut for a very long time now. I've been swimming in it. I disagree. I think you've been doing great. Thank you. I appreciate it. Go what did you think podcast. the word was going to have to do with like transgender? Yeah, what did you think? Like, what did you what think? Did you, I don't know. Like, where were you going with this? Yeah, what, well, what like, you, I don't what fucking know. Freak? Logan, like, what you did made you it seem think? like he was about to the drop first, like some real. The first thing that popped in your head, what did you think it was? I don't even, I don't know what you're talking about. I, it could have been Jake's a rotten kid. It could have been Jake uh, is, uh, you know? Oh, it, what, is there something on this bone you're chewing? Oh, there's something. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! That's wild. What the wild. fuck is wrong? Damn. You're wild. You're wild. Dude. That's I can't believe Get him you out said of here. that. How did I not notice? That's where you're going. Where you were going? First of all, shame on all of you guys. I didn't even. The fact that you guys think I would say that is is kind of ridiculous. Do you even Damn, know who I am? Dude. And by the way, I I was in special ed class growing up, Damn. so I kind of could get away with saying that because everybody called me it growing Yo, up. So say it, crazy. Say it, then say it now. I don't feel comfortable saying it now. I feel like I'm being you pressured into saying that. Put him on the spot. I don't want to, Mister. Kind of get away with it. Nah, I get away with it. Uh, um, I'm okay. I'm gonna pass on this one. Yeah. I'm gonna get your ass. <laughs> I'm, Yo, I'm, what's I'm going on? Do you do you dress yourself when you wake up? Do I dress myself? No, God does. Look at his shirt. What, what's going on right now? I don't like what's going on here. Made in heaven. Made in heaven. <laughs> no, not with you. I, why is everyone looking at George and talking about him? I mean, this is not a new thing, bro. I think it is your time, though. To leave? No, no. Oh, okay. I was like, never, oh, never. To oh, die? Thank you. What are you saying? <laughs> no, I want George, you. I want you. I want. I think it's your time. For, it, is yeah, it? I think. Oh, it is. thank God. I think it's your time. Get it. Okay. Get so, it. um, Jake, I'm very excited that you're here right now because this is obviously about me. Um, you guys remember how you guys told me to quit music? It was. It was a suggestion. And by the way, great suggestion. <laughs> great suggestion. And by the way, not one that all of my friends in Arizona have suggested before. They all of them. I, and it's true, I was terrible at music, but I, I want to show you. You a weren't song terrible. That you, I wasn't terrible. No, you just. Dude, weren't. you keep giving me these compliments today. You got yeah, me. You, you were. Bro. You were never terrible. You were just good. Yeah, and we live in gotta, Hollywood. We yeah. got to be a fucking you super be a superstar. Right. Okay, so just a little quick uh, 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 explanation on why I'm ex I'm showing this to my friends. I'm not make. I'm not like doing anything for this song, uh, but I'm very excited. Uh, I you know who Rami is? You did some music with him yes, as a producer. Yeah. Course. So he does a lot of people's music and Tanner Fox is at my house and he said, uh, dude, I can't believe you know that producer. I would love to meet him. So I call him up and you know, have you ever had a dream? I don't mean you've had a dream. Uh, you know how you have a dream and you forget about it. And uh, then you remember when you see somebody or do something. I saw him and I go, whoa, bro, I, I had a dream about you last night that you produced me a hit song, like something that people actually like. And he starts laughing and he goes, bro, you're fucking with me. And I go, no, why? He goes, I had that dream last night. And I was like, so there's weird. no way. So my girlfriend and Tanner were like, well, you have to go Dude, to the studio. What the fuck are you saying? Four man? people witnessed <laughs> this. You both randomly had a dream about each other. Two men randomly I had a fucking production dream about each other. Do you want me to call him? No, I don't care, but I'm just saying you might have said it and he might have said it. But the fact of it actually happening, I'm sorry it didn't happen. You did not have a dream about Rami the producer. And Rami the producer randomly was like, George Janko is going to produce a hit song with me. How the fuck would that happen? In what fucking universe did that happen? Y'all just had random dreams about each other. I swear on your new hairline. Oh, oh shit. And Fuck's we all, we, we know, we know solid. that's not rock solid. 
I'm sorry. It looks good. Did I Thank take you. it too far? No, that's one place. And I, I was asking you, you could have said a lot of things. I like your you outfit. Really? Yeah. You could have said my stomach. You guys do the push and pull with me so much. It makes me nauseous, bro. We're like, we're if I was on a first date with you guys, dude. I'd be so fucking insecure. <laughs> I would have gone on my flat feet, my fat stomach, drug addiction, the hairline, rock solid. You're I'm sorry. A... Smile hair clinic Anyways, did a great fucking job. Anyways, fuck dude. me, bro. They Welcome did. to the emotional rub and tug, brother. I just want... <laughs> I wanted to show you guys because I... I, I I'm not show go, us what? I'm not going show into the, what? the song. I have a freestyle. I came on the song... And, <laughs> Sorry, I'm just throwing a lot of things that might spark some shit on you. Uh, God, I'm so nervous now, bro. But this is what happened. He came, I came into the studio and he said, hey, I was working on this song to, uh, to give it to Kanye West's team. And uh, he goes... Yeah, it Kanye was about, said he likes Hitler. No, it, I can't. It was, about, <laughs> it was about Jesus getting nailed to the cross. And I freestyled on it. I was going to delete it. But then my girlfriend and Tanner said, it should be out there. So this is... I would love to show you guys the heart of David Freestyle. You got balls, kid. I'm George, not a musician. I don't give a fuck. So, George has so, been preparing us about so this song for last night. Hey, Kevin, drop that, please. Say oh, he's playing it. it in here. Could you put it up a little bit more? Oh my God! Is it loud for you guys? And you had thorns in your head. Could you put it up more, Kev? They nailed you to the cross. How do you guys hear it? It's good, yeah. I ask God, give me the heart of David. Honestly, I'm not patient. The devil getting frustrated. The weed is making me lazy. A generation full of babies. Honestly, I can't take it. United States, but honestly, I don't think it's united at all. I'm over here looking like I'm about to go fall. My mental illness is taking the toll of it all. Oh, Jesus over here like your homie give it all. To me, a prodigy, I ought to be An epiphany, they be coming at me at night My tongue sharper than any one of your knives The demons sweating, they see me, they grip on tight I see your demons, I'm telling them it's on sight uh, I'm just playing, I don't fight, I do pray I only go the way of Mr. Yahweh Try to correct me, but I'm stuck in my old ways And that way, he don't play like no way So I gotta get out of my own damn way Soldiers walked around the three signs of peace. I mean the cross. I mean the crosses. And one of them stuck his sword in the side of the prophet. Then the blood came streaming down from his head and his side. Watch me now, watch me now, watch me now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh. Wash me now, wash me now, wash me. Just like some people like you and me. Wash me now, wash me now, wash me now. I tell you he's gone. Yeah. Wash me now, wash me now. The cross came and then washed me down. I'ma go ahead, put me on a crown. I'm the son of the Mr. Ruler now. The devil screaming really out loud. He not proud. I got the chains on him now. Jesus. Walk shot town, ooh, shot town, Mr. AZ hot now. I bow down to no one, unless it's the holy one. I'm the only one who's speaking the truth. Are you too? Tell me what you do. Tell me what you choose. Are you having the hell proof? Damn. Damn. That was. That's kind of flame, bro. Yeah, I'm about to convert. 
No, 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 no. Okay, okay. You, who's first? Or we? Or we? Just... I can hear Kanye on that. It sounds like yeah, it, yeah, it sounds yeah. That like that Kanye. beat is, dude. And somebody came up to me, and Milt said this as well. He goes, "Bro, you sound black," and I go, oh, "Thank you." I, I was well, really, really, I was thrown back by how many people that always wanted me to quit listen to that song, and they're like, "What the fuck? This doesn't sound like you." The beat is crazy, and 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 by the way, like you, you, that's better for coming from you than anything else I've heard. Is that an accurate statement? I don't know. Oh. I, I I like your I like some of your other songs better. I think really? I like your tone on on that way better. I think the second verse was. Um, Better, better for sure. Yeah, the, yeah. and, and like also like it's not one. like my type of music where it's like that was gonna be my like, that was gonna be my question is like, uh, know, like like when I listen to music I want to listen to music I don't want to like go to church. Fair enough. But Kanye had success with with his, but he's Kanye. He I went, like, I went <laughs> the first time I rapped on it. I was like, yeah, these my and the guy stopped me. He goes, stop. He goes, just talk about like what you're actually dealing with. And I've been praying to have the heart of David. So like, I just went into it. I was like, that was cool, bro. That was cool, bro. I think like as a, as like a passion thing for your like to just do because you want to hop on and spit about something you're passionate about. That's fucking fire, bro. Like, yeah, that, I don't, I don't want to be a musician, but I feel like once in a while when I'm having a lot of things on my chest. I would go into the studio and see if it forms into something that like is nice as yeah, this. Go for it, bro. I think I think whatever artistic I think goes, release. I think it's good. Yeah, it's good. Thank and you. and it's good to like get those thoughts out and like create. No, it was. It felt really, really yeah, good. Yeah, it's like it's up. it's like a hip hop journal. It's, yeah, you know what I'm saying it's like therapy. You just, you just journaled hip hop. Yeah. If you would have heard that, would you have thought it was me? I mean, I could tell your voice. I know you but... so well. Yeah, yeah, probably. Okay, fair enough. Well, thank you guys for letting me play here. Yeah, of course. Of course. We'll probably we'll probably cut all of it, but it's fine. Yo, this is crazy right now, bro. What do we even talk about now? I think we should do an episode where we talk about like space and time and psychedelics. Oh, we could we could snap on a different dimension aliens and stars and UFOs. I'm trying to think if there's anything we talked about on the plane that that was. I never got to say anything about Australia ever. I love that country, dude. Yeah, it's great. I just want to give one last shout out to Australia, dude. Yeah, shout that out. That was a. There's so much to unpack, but I'll never get a chance to. Your shoes, yo. Tommy Fury got them shoes. Those are cool shoes, bro. Thank you, man. Um, I don't think he, he probably doesn't have these. <laughs> yeah, but you know what's so funny about your shoes? When your feet get hot, yeah. you see it get moist in there. Yeah, oh, they, does it? Does oh. it fog up like a window? Like a <laughs> yeah, they need some moist window. feet, my guy. <laughs> they, they need some window. Uh, oh, oh, I got one. I got one. I got something. Um, yeah, me, me versus Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. It's going down. Yeah, Hell yeah, yeah. It's, right. oh. it's, it's official. Oh, it's actually, official. Yeah. oh sh yeah. shit, it's going down. It got com confirmation. Me versus Seth Rollins. Well, y'all been beefing, bro. Yeah, well, you fucking curbs. That's not them, true. Dude. That's not true. He's been beefing with me. Ooh, bro, you put a, a foot mm. into his dome piece, bro. Yeah, WrestleMania April first in Los Angeles. Wow, on my birthday. That's wow, crazy. crazy, right? Your birthday's historically not been the greatest day for you. Not to put any bad vibes into the sky. I've been, I've been thinking about that. You got port. You got shitty Lambo, shitty shrimp. You had breakups with your brother, breakups with your best friend. Yeah. You've had all kinds of shit. It's April Fool's it's Day. Shitty horrible. day to be born. Got hacked. To be got hacked. hacked. Got, got hacked on my birthday once. That was oh. terrible. Oh, nightmare. Yeah, you have a terrible... You know why? Because guys like, ha ha, April yeah. Fool's. Ha. <laughs> Idiot. I'm a cosmic joke. 
Yeah. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad everyone else is having fun with with it. <laughs> who's Who is Seth Rollins? That, so that's the question that I was asking. Because he sounds like a fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he just goes right into it. Damn. <laughs> He actually said some not so nice things about your loss in, wow, in, that's, in his, in that's his promo crazy. last week. That's crazy. So I didn't know who he was either until I got into wrestling. Apparently, he's pretty big in the wrestling world. Mm, I yeah, will say, not, I will not say, that big. Ooh, <laughs> are you fighting Seth Rollins? I'll beat the fuck out of him. I know who he, I know who he is now. I will say this: he's very good at what he does. Mm. He's very good at what he does. He's mm. one. Of, he's he's one of he's probably top three in the business right now. Really, and for that reason. It'd be an honor to take him on at WrestleMania. Yeah, I'm really happy with this matchup. Is yeah. he liked? Like, is he? A- I don't know. I think. I think he. I think he's liked because of how good he is at being like the villain, kind of conniving, uh, funky energy. He has like Joker energy a little bit. He was at uh, Royal, wasn't he? Or was he? Yeah, not? he was the one. He, he was the one I eliminated. Oh yeah, that's Royal. right. That's how right. this my started. Bad, my bad. That's how this correct, started. Correct. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Just hard to be afraid of a guy named Seth. <laughs> That is a, that is true. I think every Seth is like you smile at a Seth, right? Oh, yeah. It's like it's like oh, like here's like something. I feel bad because well, you're just nothing. Let me take this yeah. even here's further. Something. Let me take this even further. You know how like like you're like do you need like water? Like what's going on, Seth? Like you guys have clearly never run into Seth Rogan. Seth Seth Rogan. He's actually exactly who I'm thinking of. <laughs> Seth Rogan's not nice. Jake, his nickname. He's so nice. He's the nicest. He's literally said they're all nice. Yeah, because his name's Seth. Seth Rogen. Seth it's is, like it's like a like yeah. It's like he's call, he's gonna come on the show at some point. He's got a company called Houseplant. Yeah, exactly, bro. He's the nicest person. Ha, he's a houseplant. He does Alzheimer's funding fundraisers. That's no, that's great. HFC. It's great. Hey, I I do have one quick one because you two boys are. Is it okay? Because you guys are from Ohio, I just want to say this really quick. I. Sp- Spent a little bit of time with another Ohioan, Ohioan recently in the Gold Coast. You also could say Ohioan. Uh, Ohioan. That works. Yeah. I was getting on the elevator at the Langham Hotel in the Gold Coast, and a man got off the elevator as I was getting on, and I turned, and I said, that's Dave Chappelle. Mm. It was fucking Dave Chappelle randomly on a Tuesday getting off the elevator, and I said, Dave? What you like, doing in Australia? <laughs> and Dave was like, "Who are you?" <laughs> oh, he goes, no, he goes, no. Mike. I got a, He goes, Mike. I got a show in Brisbane tonight. Why don't you come? So we go to his show, and after the show, went into his his red room because his room is completely red after his shows and before his shows because it keeps him in like the right mind space or whatever. And yeah. I wanted to tell you guys this because I went in there, and this man is so and and you know this obviously is so impressed by what you guys are doing. I mean, for for. You know, 40, pretty much the whole night after that, I, I, I got the, you know, opportunity blessing to spend six uninterrupted hours with Chappelle in Brisbane and go to that dinner and go out. And I'm so it. jealous of that. That's it crazy. was it was incredible. I mean, out of all of the trips or Insta stories or anything you've ever done, Mikey, that one, I I got so Jealous, bro. Like you got to actually spend well, time so, with him. Not like so El quick. So LP LP has in the past as well, and and that and that's how I met him originally. Because but not he's, like not like that. No, bro. Right, the it was, entire it was, night. It was from, just it was just them. Me, also, he also me, had dinner with Arnold. So me, that's me, that was awesome. Me, that's crazy. That was bro. fucking cool. Me me 
two girls uh, that were with me and 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 David the German and Dave Chappelle. It was just for, it for, was just them for six dude. hours. I mean, That's we, insane. We ate steaks together. We went to the club together. We we spent an entire night in Brisbane. It was it was fucking insane. You got an unfiltered comedy show. Oh, and he's idea. and he he is who he is. You know this. He just is who he is on stage. Like he 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 is he is fucking hilarious. That has to be your highlight night. There has it's, to be. It surely is. But but one thing I've learned from it is like that I'm telling the story only this part of it. But like it's something you've always told me is like you kind of have to protect stories that you tell yeah because, yeah yeah and, but yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm the only reason i'm telling you and and you can let beyond just it being a cool story is because he had so much uh positive shit to say about you guys man and and i want to and i want to give really give you guys flowers from a from the from a go of of industry um i mean he he just couldn't stop talking about what you guys have have done to reinvigorate the sport of boxing and a sport which which has been extremely impactful and important to, to black culture, which, which Dave is obviously a, a fucking leader in and, and one of the goats of, um, and, and just could not stop talking about what you guys have done for the sport. And, um, and I just wanted to give you guys that, that message. And, and, um, I think you'll probably continue seeing him at, at your fights. He, you've, you've gotten a chance to both meet him. He's, he's fucking incredible. Legend, dude. bro. Yeah. Do you see anything legend. about me? <laughs> No. He he's see, he's surely seen the show many times. He he wants us to go to Yellow Springs. But did he say anything like not specifically? But okay. I think I think in he, sentiment, yes, yeah, in probably, sentiment, yeah, it makes sense. But he wants us to go to Yellow Springs and spend and spend some time there, which I think would be fucking awesome. Dave is unbelievable. That's a that's a one of <laughs> one of one right there, dude. This dog has a big head like you, bro. Look at this. He, he you guys he have does, big heads. He, the first thing he said when he saw how big his head was this time around, he he said, "Dude, that that dog has a Jake Paul head." <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> no, there's no way you took that offensively. Uh, did you have, wait from from you from you? Yeah. Oh uh, no no no, <laughs> bro, your head is larger yeah. than the. No, I know, humans. I know. No, I no, know. no, that's why girls love it. But did you? Nice. I thought you said it, it stimulates the vagina better. Nice. What? Is oh, you're true? talking about? Oh, is that true? yeah. He's what were you talking about? Your dick. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, That's what he was talking about. Oh. When I saw the dog's head, I was like, I've seen this before. Uh, yeah. You're you're you are well endowed. I'll give it to you. <laughs> I'll give it to you. Thanks, man. Um you just want to start this podcast over? <laughs> I honestly would be down. I'm not even kidding. I'm gonna t- I'm, I'm t- so excited to show you guys this song I've been <laughs> I'm gonna tell you something. Anytime we've ever walked off this show, except for the three hundredth episode, where we were like, that was not our best episode. People are like, that was an incredible fucking Yeah, show. I feel like I just it, like fucked that whole nah, like, episode bro. up. It was, when? It was when? Good, dude. Just right now. Like the today. Like the episode we just what did. by the penis comment? No, he means just in general. Right? Yeah. No, like it was any, boring. It, no. no, it was not. It no, was no, not. no. Yeah, you you had some real good moments. Hi, Queen. Is there anything you'd want to add before we uh I don't know. We're um, uh, we're d- we're done. We're done. I don't even no. know. I don't you even. You want to play the song we're and not, fade it out? We're not done. I, it's fine. <laughs> oh, we're sure. not done. Okay. Or should we all just sing it out loud and then we kind of fade? All right. Out? Jake is a hobo. Why you ask me? I got no clue. I'll play the bridge as we go out. Uh. All right. Thank you guys for listening oh, to this episode. Oh, we didn't do a freestyle. Uh, Damn. Yeah, we should do a freestyle to end. No, Logan, yeah, Logan. It's tradition. That. It's tradition. We, uh, we usually Every do. time I'm on the episode, yeah. we have oh, to really? freestyle. Yeah. <laughs> but we need yeah. a beat. Yeah. How are we going to yeah. do it? Yeah. Okay. 
Sports bettings, get your cheddar, yeah. who's better? Most competitors, Celsius versus Prime is yeah, a crime. Yeah. Drink slime, I got a pump. Hey. I use it to fill my bike tires. I'm hey. tired, yeah, retired. Yeah. I don't make Ooh. content. My sentiment is feeling kind of corny, corny, but I'm horny because I ain't been boy. fucking. Yeah, yeah. trucking. Hey. Get that hey. dick sucking. Hey. Big hey. luck, big daddy fucks. Yep. <laughs> Eat big. your cake, pass it to Jake. Uh. Jake. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Pass it to me. I got the rock now. Right. I'm feeling hot now. Yeah. It's my shot now. Okay. I took a loss now. Ooh. I'm finna make it back. Ooh. I'm finna smoke some crack. Yeah. I'm finna smoke some crack. Ooh. I'm finna put some crack yeah. in the mucking back. Yeah. Oh, like a big Mac. Hey. Do it black in the Cadillac. Going hella fast. Yeah. That's how we do it round here. On impulsive going ham. How we do it round here. Yeah. I ain't playing with them this year. Yeah, I'm making my money. Ooh. Yeah, I took a loss. I got Ooh. a couple boo. Got these now. Ooh. Oof the don't stop me when I'm in the fucking blow. Gotta go, gotta fuck your fucking hoe. And oh. I pass it to my motherfucking bro. Oh, oh. pass it to the bro. I ain't gonna fuck Jake's hoes. I'm gonna attack this beat and Jake does crack. at heat. Yeah, Miami, we're going on this weekend to Lele Pond's wedding. Wedding, wedder, cheddar. Get some bread. I make some bread. I. Whoa. I'm about to hurl if you talk about. Making, but I'm sorry, we can't do these sports styles. Not we can't because I just said I'd say fucked up shit. Well, his brain wasn't in the right place. We should start over the whole episode. Yeah, yes, and the freestyles can't too. talk about. <laughs> better off dead, leaving the couch, sticking in her mouth, Logan. <laughs> yeah. We're done. Cable, we're done. Coral, we're done. Coral, Cable. <laughs> Cable we're going to Miami. Cable Grammy. Playing Johnny Ramsey. Lele Pond's wedding. Lele. Lele. Lele Pond's wedding. Lele. Lele. Lele Pond's wedding. Lele. Lele. Lele Pond's wedding. Lele. Tropical punch. And second of all, it's the highest and most biggest promoter of Prime in the history. Then Don't say give me any fucking shit. Prime, 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 Prime. <laughs> UFC, Dana White, Dana White, Dana White. Adesanya, 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 Masvidal, Masvidal, Masvidal. Fighter pay, fighter pay. UFC, UFC, Prime, 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 Prime. KSI, KSI, Simon, bang, bang. What do you fucking want from me? What do you fucking want from me? What do you fucking want from me, dude? I'm good now. I'm good. I was just wondering. Damn, this shit fucking I'm fired up! Prime! Drink Prime! What do you fucking want from me? What do you fucking want from me? That's all I wanted! I just thought it was- I have no equity! With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to- Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.